cold tears. I close my eyes as the first light of the sun touches my cold face. My new self revels at the heat it brings to my skin. I cannot feel anything these days and the sunrise is the only time I'm looking forward to. This is the only time that I can make myself feel anything, even though that means burning myself. Like now, my skin starts to crackle like kindly catching fire. The charcoal-like smell of my burning flesh fills my nose as the skin in my cheeks starts to blister and char in a heartbeat. Funny, I'm thinking of heartbeats when I don't have one. Not anymore. It's been a while now. It's been a while when I have decided to trade my beating heart for a stone-cold one. Can't bear the burning anymore. I step back to the shadows where I now belong. If there's anything that I'm thankful for, it's the memories that I still have. I remember that day on the field. I'm sitting under a sycamore tree watching the sunset when a boy, not older than me, walks towards me with his hands in his pockets and a smile on his face. My eyes locked on his raven unkempt hair blowing in the wind and the familiar uniform he's wearing. He's one of us. It's not always that boys approach me, so I sat straighter and scrunched my face, my defense position. Hey, you're Julia, right? He said when he's standing three feet away from me. I looked at him with all the distaste that I can muster. He's asking? I replied, crossing my arms. He chuckled a little and scratched his chin. I'm Julio giving me his hand which I ignored. Seriously? What a coincidence! I fake laughed and rolled my eyes. If you're here because Sean told you, then just get lost. I like my peace and quiet. He scratched his head and looked above the tree like it's a better view than my face. Can't blame him though. Even in his place, I'd rather look at the tree than myself. His eyes looked back at me, his smile missing. Sean Peters, the bully? I know him, but that doesn't mean I'm friends with him. I don't even like the guy. When you've been bullied all your life, you learn how to read people's faces as a defense mechanism. Julio is not lying. He doesn't like Sean, but then, I haven't assessed yet if I like Julio. Why are you here then? A heartbeat skipped, and then two, and then three. Then finally, he replied, I just want to be your friend. I didn't move. I just looked at his eyes. It turned from brown to pure black like a snake's. I shook my head. My eyes must be playing some trick on me. 
Nope, not interested. Upon saying this, I picked up my backpack and left him. I never looked back. And he never followed. Julia, honey, you aren't eating anything. I heard my mom's voice and looked at my plate. I only managed to eat half of what I have on my plate. I feel full, mom. I'm going to finish my homework now. I stood up leaving my plate on the table as my mother started her tired of being thankful for the food that we have and that it should be respected by eating them all, but I'm not listening. I went into my bedroom and breathed a sigh of relief as I closed the door. Here I am inside my safe haven. I went to my study table, turned on my laptop and sat on my chair. As it booted up, my eyes wandered outside my open window. The night air smelled of freshly cut grass and cinnamon bread which my mother spake in the kitchen. It's a shame I missed it. Maybe I can have some tomorrow. I rested my chin on my hands and looked at the full silvery moon. It gave everything a mystical glow. Sometimes, I imagined myself outside bathing under the moon's shining light and looking at our house as a stranger. I took a deep breath and closed my eyes as a light breeze played with my hair and cheeks. It has an inhuman quality to it as it caressed my nose and ear, but surprisingly, it made me feel a calmness that I've never felt for a very long time. There's a light brush on my ear and a light whisper. You are beautiful. Abruptly, my eyes opened and looked beside me where I felt a presence but saw no one. I felt chills all over my body and decided to get off my ass to close the windows. Just before the curtains covered the windows glass, I caught a glimpse of a dark figure illuminated by the moon standing on a tree line looking at the house. I denied it, but the truth was, I knew he was looking at me. I felt the intensity of his gaze boring into me. I stopped riding the school bus last week. It was a hell to be in an enclosed space with school bullies without a way to escape. I never told my parents this because I don't want them to worry. I'd rather walk a mile home than be the object of those kids' scorn. Again. And so, I am walking home with my backpack and uncharged phone. I was too late to catch the last bus on the route home because I spent a lot of time daydreaming under my sycamore tree. The sun was still up when I started walking, but now, darkness is slowly devouring the last light of the day. I puffed and huffed as I walked faster, dreading the thought of being alone in this dark road with only the towering pine trees on either side as my company. A slither of fog was starting to envelope everything, making it hard to see three feet in front of me. My grip on my backpack sandals tightened as I kept my fast pace, trying to muster the braveness inside of me. 
Fancy meeting you here. A baritone voice broke the eerie silence which halted me to a stop. My eyes searched the silhouette of the pine trees waiting to see whoever was the owner of the voice. Footsteps started towards me, and after a moment, a familiar face peeked out from the fog. Julio's smiling face greeted me. I was certain that I rolled my eyes and he never saw it. It's dark now, and it's harder to see the surroundings. Where did you come from? I asked, my eyes fixed on his face trying to make out his chocolate brown eyes and tousled hair. There. He pointed to the forest. My grandpa has this cabin in the middle of the forest and I'm out visiting him. I don't believe him, and so I asked. And you walked in total darkness? Don't tell me that you can see in the dark, I said sarcastically. He chuckled and I heard a click, then a flood of light temporarily blinded me. I have this, silly. Can you not shine that on my face? I pushed the light away from my face. Okay, okay, he said laughing. Let's go. Where do you think we're going? He lifted his shoulders and innocently said, To your house? I'm, I'm going with you to ensure that you'll arrive safe. I'm as safe as I'm with a bear. I don't even know you. How will I know that you're not a murderer? He shook his head looking at me, unbelieving. Do I look like a serial killer to you? With good looks like this? I rolled my eyes again. Whatever. I started walking again and heard him walking behind me. Keep up, big boy. After a few paces, he's walking beside me, lighting the way in front of us. I never thought that this would be the start of something otherworldly. My footsteps echo as I walk down the dark, empty stairs to my salvation from the daylight. Gone are the days of looking outside of my window, wondering what this forest conceals. Now, I reside inside of it. Gone are my daydreaming days of watching our house from the outside as a stranger. Now, I am a stranger. I feel a sweep of nostalgia as my family's faces swim before my eyes. My mother's tear-stained face, my father's wrinkled face, my brother's sad face. I know that I should feel pain right now instead. All I feel is a gnawing emptiness inside of me. My fingers found a latch and I walked inside a bunker. Julio is sitting on the sofa reading a classic. One look at me and he knows that I had a shit day. He smiles a little, understanding evident in his eyes. In time, you will get used to it. He pauses and continues. To this, he stands up and carefully places the book back to where he got it from the shelf. I take a deep breath and look at him. I don't want to cry, but I want to cry because I can't feel anything. How do you get used to this kind of emptiness? He sits down beside me. Three months ago, I wouldn't have let him be this close to me. But now, he is the only one I have and will be for a very long time. He's living a very long life 
and now I am too. The emptiness is only temporary. You will learn how to feel again. It took me a thousand five years to feel. With luck, you will start feeling a few years from now. I bite my nails, a habit that still remains with me even after the change. A few years might mean a hundred or even a thousand years and I can't imagine a life feeling nothing but an empty void where my heart used to feel. He sighs and smiles at me showing a little bit of his fangs. Don't worry, you have me. The aroma of cinnamon bread baking in the oven, the glistening snow, and the Christmas songs being played inside my family's home brings a pang of pain in my chest as we stand just outside the tree line looking at my house. My eyes fix on my bedroom's window. I've had many late night visits and saw the lights in my bedroom unlit, but now it's bright with lights inside. Behind the closed curtains, my eyes can see my mom sitting on my bed hugging my pillow. I know she's crying. I can see her face glistening with tears. A moment later, my dad and brother go inside and they sit together huddled on my bed shedding tears for the daughter and sister they lost. Julio's hand grips mine and squeezes it gently. I looked at him and feel his fingers in my cheeks. He smiles and says, You're a piece of art, Julia. I think you never have to wait a thousand years to feel anything. My fingers brushed his on my cheeks and I felt cold tears falling from my eyes. You're beautiful even when you're crying. He whispers in my ear as we hug each other tightly, looking at my family one last time before we leave this place. If you like the story, click the subscribe button. We'd love to hear from you, so if you have any feedback, questions, suggestions, you can send us a voice message through the link or message us on our Facebook page, River of Tales Podcast. Follow us also on our Instagram account and YouTube channel for other updates. Just search for Weaver of Tales Podcast and don't forget to click like and subscribe. For story submissions, please email us at weaveroftalespodcast at gmail.com. Have a happy weekend.